Welcome, welcome to the Pass Forward Podcast, episode 21, The Escape Clause. <laughs> I am Corey Draper. With me, as always, are my buddies, Colin Harmon. Merry Christmas. Aw, and Wes Allen. Festivus for the rest of us. Nice. We <laughs> are uh, so glad you could join us, and we're going to talk about Christmas things, because tis the season. Cue jingle bells. Uh, wait. Batman smells. Okay, cool. We're going to talk, particularly because we haven't talked in a long time about music, so we're going to talk about Christmas songs, particularly ones that we either grew up listening to or just songs in general that we heard in the 80s and or 90s. Yeah. So stay tuned for that. But first, got to get rolling on the news in a segment we like to call A Recurrent Affair. Is there a Christmas cover of that one? Uh, You know, I'll I'll get to work on that. Uh, so, uh, first thing, I guess, I, I, the first thing I want to talk about, because it creeps me out, is the new Alpha 5 for the Power Rangers movie. Yeah. I know we talk about the Power <laughs> Rangers movie every They've been promoting it so time. long, that's but, why. Yeah, they, and just every time we record, there's a new thing that they've revealed about the movie, and they released a photo of, of Alpha, and man, it's weird. He looks like one of those uh, fish that are at the very bottom of the sea that have like the lights on yeah. their heads and everything. Yeah, it's creepy. And yeah. I mean, if you kind of gather the tone of the movie just by looking at him, it, I don't know, it's kind of, yeah. is this going to be like Tim Burton or I something? figure out what they're trying to portray. It's getting really, really sci-fi weird. Very sci-fi. It's like I, they're trying really hard to like contrast from what the 90s one was. Yeah. It was very cheesy yeah. or whatever. They're trying to make a big departure. Which, respect. You know, if it works, it works. We'll see. I'm really interested in seeing... Zordon, what he looks like, you know, Brian Cranston, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, head in a tube. See uh, <laughs> what direction they go there. Say my name. <laughs> Just Walter White in a yeah. tube. I'm the one who morphs. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we'll see by next podcast what what else they reveal. Yeah, there's going to be, be some Ryan, new stuff. Brian Cranston. We can only hope. Um, there's also a Barbie movie that apparently is going to get started, starring Amy Schumer. As Barbie, interesting. Which is interesting. I, I think I haven't really read a whole bunch about it, but I think just knowing Hollywood and thinking about why they would cast Amy Schumer as Barbie is it likely will be either like fish out of water. She's like a Barbie doll amongst like all these like perfect shaped. Yeah, I think Barbie it's going to be kind of pretty much the elf storyline, right? Like fish out of water, kind of like uh, uh, you know she feels bad about herself because she doesn't look like all the others. Um, and then by the end, she learns that all shapes and sizes are, you know, beautiful and in, in of themselves or something. You know, like that. I probably like a comedy, uh, obviously, since it's Amy Schumer. Yeah. But we'll see. I I just thought it was really weird. Yeah, I think it's interesting be, choice. I There's already a lot like, of controversy about it. Yeah, she'll be controversy? like anti anti Barbie. I mean, I think it's cool. I think it's a neat idea um, if, if if they're doing that. I mean, if they're doing a movie where it's just she's Barbie and it's about her shopping and stuff, probably not <laughs> as interesting. But if it's <laughs> let's get in the vat. If they you know acknowledge the fact that she is on the plus side of things that uh, you know, and she's obviously a comedian, so it could it could it could be fun. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Thanks, Hollywood. <laughs> we all needed that. <laughs> yeah. And now we have it. Uh, there's also, and 
Wes, I want you to talk about this because I don't know a whole mu- whole bunch about it. Is the the Mondo Gallery is going to mm-hmm. have a Nickelodeon show or yeah, display. Mondo is a. I think they're in correlation with kind of like the the Texas Draft House Theater. In Austin, is that yeah. right, Austin? Yeah, and they they are known for releasing like very limited edition screen printed posters that are like always incredible. Me and Colin own quite a few of them. Because we're rich. Yeah. Really. Mm. So we're they're they're always like kind of tackling things that are like huge in pop culture. So they're having a Nickelodeon show that has a lot of of uh Nickelodeon themed posters. So I see. And so they're gonna like sell them. Yes. And they go very fast. So if you're wanting to buy them you got to snatch it quick. Yeah, like within a few minutes, yeah. if that. Refresh. That's very cool. So are you planning on checking it out and buying something? They've only released maybe like three posters so far, but I think that's going to be like a full gallery of uh, posters. So uh, they have like a Rocco's Modern Life one and a Ren and Stimpy one. Yeah. Uh, but it should be good. I'm interested to see if they do like a good Doug one or like Rugrats would be a fun couple to pick up. It would be pretty interesting. Does Nickelodeon have any rights to Doug still? Because I saw oh, I saw I saw a Nicktoons T-shirt at Target, and I noticed right away Doug was not on it. Yeah. And I remembered that back in the late '90s, uh, Disney mm-hmm. released a show, a new Doug show. So I wonder if Disney's still like holding on to the rights to Doug for whatever reason. Yeah, that's and just great, not doing the, anything. Yeah, that's a great question. I yeah, they uh, the new Doug was on ABC part yeah. of One Saturday Morning. I remember when they right. kicked that off. Yeah, that's possible. I, I never thought about that. Yeah, I'll have to look into that, and I'll let you guys know. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Colin. Thanks, fact checker. Wikipedia. <laughs> and that is not a lie. Yeah. Well, uh, the only other thing, I mean, it's not really huge news. It's just the Full House creator bought the San Francisco house that they have in all the stock uh, footage that they showed of this house, of this random person's house. Apparently, he didn't own it in the first place, which is kind of weird. But, you know, that's that's basically all the news. I I wonder if he got, like, super tired of people taking pictures outside of this house. So he's just like, can you, since you guys are making the show, can you please buy this for me? I'm sick of these people. Yeah. And the week that we're recording this, uh, Fuller House Season 2 comes out this Friday. Ooh. Interesting. I actually never finished the first season, even though I said I liked it. Well, lucky. I never finished the first episode. (laughs) Oh, I've watched them in their entirety. (laughs) Apparently, it was really popular. It's the most watched Netflix show, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So... More power to them. I love that they're continuing it. And when I did watch it, I I think I didn't finish like the second to last or last episode, but I went through most of the season and I still really enjoyed it. They kept the they kept the tone of the show. Yeah. So I think one thing that we should mention that um, I am not personally a fan of, but I feel like there's people out there that are, is hmm. if anybody uh, that watched Gilmore Girls that just released the oh, new yeah. like uh, winter, spring, summer, fall four episode season on Netflix. Um, I personally did not watch them because I'm not a huge fan, but uh, I know many that are that would we would be um, remiss to not mention that. Perhaps we should do the podcast like they talk. Oh, that'd be really awesome. <laughs> <to do> that, <laughs> but, like, I don't know if we <laughs> <can> really <laughs> like, pull it together. It'd be possible though. Coffee, yeah. I like coffee. Coffee, coffee, coffee. Yeah, I'll take it in post and take out all the breaths. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. It'd be great. Like, coffee's fine, but like I like not taking the breaths. That was really good. <laughs> Is that why there's only four episodes? Yeah, because like it's like pretty much in full speed. It's a it's a twelve episode season in four episodes. Twelve thirty thirty minute episodes. Yeah. Uh, into four. Uh, so, okay. Well, that's it for the news, and we'll move on to our main event, which is talking about Christmas music. And uh, we didn't really put a rule on this, as in, like, 
our favorite ones or our least favorite ones. I think it's just ones that we want to bring up and they kind of bring back nostalgia for us. It's kind of slum pickings from that time period because really most of is. them are like cover songs or like most of the time you listen to much older stuff. Right. Yeah. So, the, But there were some really famous original songs that came out during the 80s and the 90s. Uh, does anybody want to throw out their first one? Uh, I think we have to start with like basically the song of our soundtrack. Uh, sorry. I think we need to start out with the soundtrack to our Christmas childhood, which would be Mariah Carey, All I mm. Want for Christmas is You. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Because that was basically the song uh, from 1994 and on that was played in every Macy's, JCPenney's, uh, <laughs> Mervyn's, Target, and et cetera commercial for at least five years running. It's been stuck in my head all day for no reason. Well, so. yeah, it's, it definitely hasn't died out since then. <laughs> I saw a screen grab of like the tracking from YouTube and it shows like the graph of like how much it goes up during the Christmas <laughs> season and how much it goes down it from the Christmas. <laughs> and like somebody took a screen grab of like of it like last month and it started to slightly grow and it's like it begins. It's happening. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. That's, yeah, that's great. I mean, well, and Mariah Carey is just a, a 90s, mostly 90s staple. I mean, she was the voice of the 90s, mm-hmm. one could argue. Uh, as far as you know, the the diva category is concerned. I mean, obviously Whitney Houston, yeah, can make an argument there, but she was also '80s. So uh, yeah. I feel like Mariah came in right at the, in the, the early '90s and just man was just power all the way through that decade. Yeah, absolutely. And the thing that's crazy is when you look back through the catalog, like not a lot of people have attempted a cover of that song because oh, it yeah. was just like so breakout. Like, why would you even try? Yeah, it? why? Why would you? And it wasn't even until 2011 uh, that Michael Bublé did a cover of it on one of his Christmas did albums. Did he really? Exactly. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Come on, man. Nobody knows about that one because- Could he like, break glass with his voice? <laughs> the, the only thing worse that no he's done time. is is uh, do Santa Buddy instead <laughs> yeah. of Santa Baby. I know. <laughs> uh, Some painful Buble. things there, Buble. I've heard a guy cover- the classics. I've heard a guy cover Sa- Santa Baby, and it's very awkward. <laughs> yeah. Just by saying baby yeah. instead of buddy, like- Buble does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that is awkward. So, anyways, uh, I feel like we can't go on even beginning this segment without mentioning that. Yeah, time, so. uh, that's a good call. Anyways, onward. Well, I think there is one. I would just want to bring out, go ahead and get the worst out. It's my least favorite song. Most people agree with me whenever I say it out loud, but there have been some people who thought it was sacrilege because it was Paul McCartney. Mm-hmm. It's a wonderful Christmas yeah. time. <laughs> it came out in the really? 80s, and I hate it. I think it's next to Christmas shoes is the worst Christmas song of all time. Oh, yeah. That's like bottom of, that's below the barrel. That's like what the barrel is set on is Christmas shoes. My, I hate uh, Last Christmas from. uh, From Wham? Wham. I I, I love that one. I hate that song. I actually have that written down. I do. It's like one of my favorite ones. Man. 1986. I love that. But but wonderful Christmas time is like it's just got the when it comes on I just roll my eyes it's just like simply having wonderful Christmas, Christmas time over and over and over again and so eighties too with like the synthesizer the yeah they made that song in like ten minutes <laughs> but like but with Wham you would kind of expect it from them but like that doesn't have that much and that's what I like about the the last Christmas song is that it's it doesn't sound like an eighties song to me anyway yeah. It's pretty. It's a pretty timeless uh, set of instruments in my brain, but I also like electronic music, so I might be biased in that category. But yeah, well, that's interesting that you don't appreciate a good song from Wham, let alone <laughs> yeah, Last Christmas. But that's okay. We can still keep doing the podcast. 
Well, I'll talk about an 80s song. I don't know if you guys will, you might recognize it when you hear it, but it's uh, Christmas Wrapping with a W by The Waitresses. Wow. Okay, we need to hear that one. Okay. Well, I don't think I've heard that one before. Yeah. Really? I've heard it, but it's not one that if you would have said, like, name that song, I'd be like, nah, I don't know that one at all. <laughs> like, I've heard it enough where I'm familiar with it, but. Yeah, The Waitress, yeah. it's like a new wave band, kind of like Blondie or the Go-Go's yeah, or something like that. Like. It came out mm-hmm. in, like, eight, 1982. And this is just, like, the kind of song that you put on when the Christmas party really starts to get good. Like, when, <laughs> when like, your Uncle Neil had a little too much eggnog. <laughs> Classic. And the funny thing is, is that uh, the Spice Girls actually did a cover of. Oh really? 90, That's what I was going to ask because I feel like I've, yeah. I've heard them do a version of that. So and that Kids Bob sense. did one a couple <laughs> years ago. Uh, what didn't Kids Bob do? Yeah, I, I could be wrong. I think it was on a Target commercial or something like that. Like I could see that last year or something. Yeah, yeah I don't nice. know. It's just a good little pick me up if you want to like drive to the mall and listen to it while you're shopping for Christmas gifts or like anybody yeah. like slap bracelets maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I there's one for me that came a little little bit later and the song is okay, but the music video is just awful. And it, you don't really expect it from them, but it's Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays from our friends at NSync. I had that one written down too. Yes. Dude, that song I is the jam. <laughs> that whole album, I mean, I'm I may be a very biased fan, I'll admit that's up yeah. front, but like that album went double platinum. As wow. a Christmas album, which is really crazy. I don't know if I ever actually heard that album. I just remember that song, and uh-huh. you know, it's okay. It's okay. No, like I, whatever. The song's fine. It sounds like NSYNC. It does. But have you seen the music video of that? I don't know that I've been taken that. I think we all need to gather around, <laughs> gather around the old hearth <laughs> and of watch, and watch this video for a second because it looks. So it came out what ninety eight. Ninety eight. Yeah. It looks like it was made in. Either the early 80s or it was made now, but some middle schooler are learning how to use his video camera and a green screen. <laughs> it's so bad. Uh, they're like, hey, we have green screen and $50,000. What can we do? Yeah. I've discovered anytime you guys talk about NSYNC, I'm like that cat gif where it's just like looking back and forth. <laughs> it's like I have nothing to ever contribute. Okay. I don't even think I've heard this song before. Oh, my gosh. So you definitely you. heard it. Here is the video, and it starts oh, no, out, and we'll put this in the show That's notes, it. but it, it, it starts out with a Santa Claus who has some sort of, I guess, intestinal issue or <laughs> is suffering from diabetes. Yeah, but <laughs> way too much eggnog. <laughs> yeah, Gary Coleman comes in as well. <laughs> wow. Naturally, All, the whole budget was is Gary that Coleman. PC? Yeah, and so Santa, I guess, can't drive his sleigh, so he Gary Coleman comes in and snaps his fingers, and up comes In Sync and their cargo pants and frosted tips. And it's like the lights were going the opposite direction they were going. Oh, yeah. my God. And it's just a green screen, like the worst green screen. It's snowing forward. They're in reverse. <laughs> 
And look at this font that they're using back here. Number one, it's a green background that looks like they just got lazy and just left the green screen in. And then they put these words in the background, like goodwill to, to all men. And there's like just most generic font that you think you see in like a watermark on a, on a photo. That's you know? amazing. I have never seen this before. Oh, Joy Patone, you're so painful. <laughs> yes, definitely go and watch this video for yourself because us describing it while painful itself is no comparison yeah. to watching the video I mean, your eyeball. I recommend it just for sheer laughter. Uh, Did they painful. play that video like on MTV or anything? Oh, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, they probably did. Yeah, both times. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, why did we do that? Everyone yeah. left the channel. This is why VH1 is succeeding. Like, I do remember seeing the shots of him in display and, like, on TV and stuff, so I'm sure they yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Well, speaking of NSYNC, in that same category, off that same album, they had a version of Oh Holy Night that was all acapella. Ooh. And I remember trying to, like, learn, memorize, and perform that song with some of my friends in high school, uh, unsuccessfully at all right. times. But trying to learn the parts and that kind of stuff. And, like, I always had, like, a little bit lower voice than all my friends at right. that point, so I could, like, do the Lance Bass part mm-hmm. of bass and blah, 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 and it was a good time. But They do an acapella. Um, what's that? It's the Boston song. Uh, More Than a Feeling. Mm-hmm. They do an acapella version of that, and that's really fantastic. Yeah. They are so much better than Backstreet Boys. Oh, 100%. Hot take. <laughs> I have offended half of our listening audience. Wrong. Uh, so anyway, yeah. So now right. back to Christmas music. <laughs> uh, does anybody else old. have one you want to bring up? Uh, I have um, I Won't Be Home for Christmas by Blink-182. Mm. Ah. Have you heard that one? I don't know if I've heard their... their... Really? I'm not as uh, versed in the Blink-182 uh, full catalog. I, mean, of like... I pretty much am. When did this come out? <laughs> this may have been after I soured on Blink-182. I must have snapped because I grabbed a baseball bat and made them all run for shelter. It's Christmas time again. It's time to be nice to the people you can't stand all year. I'm growing. Oh, okay, I think I might have heard that. Yeah, that uh, was my first time. Yeah. It was actually no, recorded. It was that. actually recorded in '97, kind of around the Dude Ranch days, oh. and like. It was not really Can't released believe- at all. I only heard it like once on the radio. Okay. And I, like, it was during the time where it's like the internet music kind of MP3 thing didn't exist yet. So it's like it was like lost on me for yeah. up until like Napster came out. But it's like a Christmas song done in the typical Blink 22 fashion. It's about like him being fed up with Christmas and it results in him chasing some carolers with a baseball bat. And the reason it w- he, w- he won't be home for Christmas because he gets thrown in jail for that. So. But it's pretty much like a joke song, but it's very catchy. So it's like it's a good one to listen to. Well, speaking of Blink-182, we didn't mention this in the news, but they got nominated for a Grammy, right? Oh, yeah. The first time ever. Yeah. Uh, which is very surprising. Yeah, it is kind of surprising. And they immediately broke up as a band again. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was saying earlier, I mean, Tom must be really, you know, really pissed at him. Use the band and suddenly they win a Grammy or get nominated. Uh, he's, he's searching for UFOs or something, so <laughs> yeah. he's fine. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't even notice. I mean, I don't miss Tom. Anyway, fancy <laughs> 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 fade to black. That's amazing. Uh, to go into the keeping the back to the boy band theme, so Wes can stand there and look at us. Uh, <laughs> 
I went on my punk rock yeah. uh, rant, so you can go back to pop. Yeah, uh, 98 Degrees uh, had a song called This Gift, which was kind of Christmassy themed. I don't know that it was supposed to be, but it ended up being because it had like jingle bells in it. I think I remember that one, actually. I'll play a well, little yeah, bit. Let's, hear, for let's you. hear that one. Anyway, hearing the Nicholas yeah. Uh, ensemble all going through that one. <laughs> I don't think I've heard that one, but just even hearing Nick Lachey's voice just like transports me. I know, takes you back. Yeah. But gosh, yeah, I don't know what it was about like having, there were so many boy bands in that season that really tried to like get original songs to come through. Like NSYNC obviously has a couple we've mentioned. Um, you know, 98 Degrees tried, Boys to Men tried. I mean, because they were all trying to like catch up to what the Jackson Five did in the '70s with so many oh, big yeah. Christmas songs, that no one really—I mean, from like a boy band perspective—since then had really come up with any new original songs. So, so many were trying in this season that yeah. well, seldom succeeded. The Backstreet Boys do have their own Christmas song called "Christmas Time." Yeah, have you heard this one? I believe so, but do play. <laughs> Okay, I got it. <laughs> okay, that's enough. <laughs> and that's enough Backstreet Boys. Yeah, so... It's like, it's like they just ate some really hot pasta. Like, oh, 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 oh. I burnt my tongue. <laughs> aren't, we, uh, aren't we sad that the boy band era has I know. mostly it's passed so us. behind us, and that is mostly fun. Yeah, I don't know what One Direction has done by way of Christmas, but... We're not about those current bands uh. or semi-current <laughs> bands. <laughs> Kids these days. Well, I think my only other one I had left was Last Christmas by Wham. So I think we covered that one. Do you have Sorry, any I put <laughs> disdain on it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I had uh, one that I'm really surprised that actually it blows my mind that it exists. It's a Christmas song by the Smashing Pumpkins in their, <laughs> in their heyday. Huh. And it's called Christmas Time. Not the. It's not a cover of a Backstreet Boys song. Yeah, let me play it. So excited by the way Christmas time has come. I don't think I've heard that one. I have not heard that one. It was a part of a, it came out in 97. It was a part of a compilation called A Very Special Christmas, which was like a very kind of famous compilation that would come out like maybe every five years Mm -hmm. or something. It was on the volume three of that. It had No Doubt, Sting, Sheryl Crow, Tracy Chapman. It had a lot of big names on it. And it's like, I absolutely love Smashing Pumpkins as an alternative band. Sure, yeah. But some of my favorite songs of theirs are kind of more of their slower songs. Yeah. Kind of like this one. And it's such like a, one of my more like serious ones on that I have, and it's like uh, it's just very warm, and it just makes you feel like you're sitting next to a fire. Yeah, that's true. And it's it's crazy to me that they actually wrote like an original Christmas song. Yeah. Like you would think they would get like a big like cash grab and just kind of cover some like Silent Night or something like that. Yeah. But but they all three of mine that I've mentioned have been original songs. So it's like yeah, it's good. Yeah, it definitely has a 1979 uh, vibe to it. Oh yeah, just like the kind of mellow. Yeah. Like, ah, it's just like, 
even with his like when he voice, you know, Billy Corgan. That's my Billy Corgan impression. <laughs> <laughs> we, we don't need. You know, it's like when you're about like, to get punched in the stomach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I welcome any song that involves Billy Corgan serenading me through the magic and wonder of Christmas. So. <laughs> it, it is. It, it is so weird how his voice is so like it really. Like it's, it's whiny. We shouldn't like it, but like yeah. It's know, unique, though. Yeah, like, it unique. really works when they're playing, like, some of their harder stuff. That's, like, where it kind of Cuts originates through, yeah. from. But, like, it still works with slower songs for some reason. Yep. I'll yeah. give you that for sure. Colin, but do you have any more? Uh, the only one, that, but I was going to save this one for last if we have, if Go no one it. else has any more, only for the fact that it actually takes place in 2001. If that's mm. okay. That is acceptable. <laughs> I guess we'll allow it. Okay, in the so you got, you guys will probably remember this, but it is from um, SNL, and it was "Wish It Was Christmas Today" yes. with Chris Kattan, oh, Jimmy Fallon, Ratio yeah. yeah. Sands, like yeah. all those guys. Like, is that where they're dancing yeah, back and yeah, forth and they're holding the? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I'll play it just for nostalgia's yeah. sake. So anyways, like, I don't know why those, I love this so home, much. We were all yeah. doing yeah. the same dance that they were doing the if whole time. If there was video, <laughs> we would upload that as well. But yeah. <laughs> Something about that, I don't know. It was just like such a magical thing that I feel like every once in a while, I just like will start singing like, I wish it was Christmas today, yeah. like all the time. And just like seeing Tracy Morgan just like sitting there, like just staring at the camera, probably high, was just like one of my yeah. favorite. Has has he revived that for either the late night show or tonight show? I think he they did it, it on Jimmy on, I think it was the tonight show. It wasn't oh, okay. on late night, but they have done it all the four of them again. I was about to say, if he hasn't done that yet, he yeah. needs to for yeah. sure. Yeah. He's, all, he, he's all about bringing stuff back. Yeah. <laughs> he is. Who does that? Yeah. I can't remember no if they did it again on SNL, but I'm pretty confident they did it on late night. Nice. Which is pretty great. We'll look into that and yeah, check. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, that's about all the time we have for today. Hope you guys took a walk down memory lane with us about Christmas and about the holidays. And if you guys have any songs you think we should have mentioned, please let us know. Email us at passforwardcast at AOL.com or tweet at us at passforwardcast. Go to Facebook, passforwardcast. Well, it's facebook.com slash passforwardcast. Accurate. I'll get through that. I'll get the words right. I'll get the words right one of these days. <laughs> just all in one tape. Just punch your keyboard and you'll find us. <laughs> <laughs> That's how popular we are. Uh, just, uh, yeah, reach out to us and, you know, we will also release another episode this month, kind of loosely based on Christmas. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, until then. Bye. Sorry, I didn't, <laughs> prepare, <laughs> okay, I didn't prepare anything. I sprung it on you. <laughs> What'd you get, Colin? <laughs> Merry Christmas, Juan Bahamica. Here we go. Bailing West. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm only human here. <laughs> <laughs> Later, snorks. <laughs> <laughs>